Hello, and welcome to Dancing with Disease, a podcast for and about people who move and sway around life with chronic illness. My name is Jerry Ugalde, and I'm the host of this podcast. Happy 2020. I know, I'm a little bit late. But I don't know, January was so long. And I didn't want to come on here and complain about the January-ness of it and the 965 days that month lasted. And honestly, as much as I try to be real here, because I'm a human being like the rest of us and you, I don't want to come on here and say something when I'm in such a different state. And I really spent a lot of January in some very weird, dark places. And I've seen all those places in the past and... I'm not scared of them anymore because I know from experience that I can overcome them. But come on, they just suck. And unfortunately, a lot of it was spurred on by this ankle injury that I acquired at the end of December. So I really haven't been able to do the things I love to do with my body, jumping and running and doing different kinds of things in the gym where I can, you know, turn on and pivot and all that kind of stuff. So it's been it's been a challenge because... A big part of who I am is movement. And I go back to the early days of being in the hospital. When the nurses would come in, they're like, oh, you're better. I'm like, I don't know if I'm better, but if I lie in this hospital bed, I'm going to like actually not be better. And I would sit there and, you know, roll my ankles and my wrists and, you know, back shoulder rolls, forward shoulder rolls, head side to side until I could get out of bed and then I would sit, you know, I would, I'd have to hold onto the bed and I would do some kind of a, you know, modified plank or push up or something because that's who I identify with. And trust me, my therapist wants to spend a lot of time on helping me, you know, re-identify with this need to move and who am I if I don't move? And I'm like, dude, you know, I've got other fish to fry. Let's worry about all of those when we talk about what we need to move later. So, with all that, thank you for joining me today. I've been back and forth on, should I continue? Because I want to pour all of my energy into the book. This whole process of writing a book has been so eye-opening. And as much as we hear that it is a process, that it takes months and it takes years. When you're on the outside, you're like, yes, it takes months and years. But what that looks like when you're on the inside, it feels almost ridiculous. So I handed him a manuscript at the beginning of January. And this is after almost holding it for two years and really polishing and adding a little bit of tidbits here and anecdotes there and getting rid of things I thought were extra and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, like, this thing is good. It's, it's, it's ready. Sure, someone's going to find problems with it, but it's nothing I'm not expecting. <sighs> Whatever. I get it back about 10 days later from the publisher, and they go through it for content, and they're worried about um, anything having to do with uh, slander or libel. And they said, you know, Jer, you can't say this about your father. You can't say that about your stepdaughter. You can't say this about your husband. I'm like, why? It's all true. I'm not calling them names. I'm not adding to the situation. And besides, 
These are my feelings and my opinions, and I actually state that. I state, this is how I felt, this is how I reacted. Oh yeah, by the way, it's my memoir. And the thing that, that like, you know, just totally rocks my world is, no, you know, as long as they're alive, you either have to have their notarized permission, um, or you take it out. But once they're dead, you can say whatever you want. And I was like, you people aren't worried about reputation. All you care about is money. And all you care about is a process. So it took me a few days to get off my high horse of that. And I finally came around to, Jerry, grow up. This is part of this world. You know nothing about it because you've never been in it. Part of this world is having to do things this way. If you're going to ask your students to do things a certain way, when it's your turn, do things a certain way. So I'm about a third of the way through a very fine tooth comb because I really only have one or two submissions to the content people before they start charging me again for having to go through the book. And it's going well. I'm spotting a few things. And honestly, and I loved today, I had a great moment in class. I showed my grade nine students because they're, you know, they look at their paragraphs and they think, oh, my paragraph's so great. I'm like, oh, you're going to write that paragraph at least three times more. Like, no way, miss. I'm like, totally. And I happened to have a manuscript in my backpack, so I took it out. And I said, dudes, I've been working on this for five years. And I printed this out at least five or six times. And look, I you can still find some grammatical errors. I'm still noticing the wrong word or, you know, I didn't catch the right, you know, it's, and it comes, it happens because we're human beings and writing is a beautiful process and it really helps us take things apart. So all of that to say that the podcast is this beautiful project that I love doing because I love talking and I love sharing and I love the idea of being able to download an episode and listen to it whenever you want. Video is great. And I love watching videos. We all do. Great for entertainment. But I personally, as an auditory learner, I love just being able to take whatever I want to listen to and go down the street and do my groceries or go to the gym. And yeah, I can go for a run. I've listened to so many podcasts while running. One day I'll be able to run again. Not right now. And so it makes sense for me to continue this medium because it's where I feel very comfortable. That was a huge intro, folks. I apologize. I'm normally not that wordy. It's a new year. It's a new decade. So so bear with me. Today, what I really want to talk to you about is strength. I get told a lot, you're so strong. Oh my gosh, I can't believe how much things you've been through. You just continue to power forward. You're just, oh my gosh, you're so strong. It's so inspirational. And I, sure, I'm a human being I, and I, I appreciate love and I appreciate the warmth and the kindness and the intention behind the words. But a part of me gets annoyed because I don't want to be strong if it means I have to continue to deal with hard things. And it's that grapple of, does strength mean you're going to keep making me have to do more hard stuff? So then I don't want to be strong. I just want to be weak. And maybe if I'm weak, I can do easy things. So again, it's a process and we go in through these ups and downs all the time. Right now, I'm in the beginning of a new semester 
and I have these, you know, beautiful classes and these great kids and they're young and, you know, it's fresh. It's the middle of February here in, in North America. So it's cold and it's bleary out and, you know, everyone's kind of like blah. And it's hard to meet a new class when the weather's not great. And I'm in a very isolated kind of school for the city. So even just getting there is, even for them, it's a challenge. So when the kids roll in at nine o'clock, they're like, whatever, miss. And some of them are, you know, bushy-tailed. And some of them are like, no, I'm not doing this. And so as an adult, I take over for the first chunk. And I tell them, listen, walk in the door, get comfortable, relax. You can kind of ignore me for the first seven or eight minutes. Because I'm going to blather on about something cool that I saw and some kind of insight. And if you catch it, you catch it. And if you don't, it's not the end of the world. And so one of my favorite things to do at the beginning of the semester with getting to know them is doing different things with their name, the meaning of their name. A lot of us whose parents are immigrants, you know, what the struggle is to understand what your name means or, you know, even pronouncing your name and all of that. So there's a story by Julia Alvarez that I love. It's called Names Slash Nomadist. And it's her story of coming to the U.S. and, and how her name was just destroyed and her sisters and her family. And it reminds me of growing up and I share this with them because I want them to know me and I want them to be comfortable in the class and realize that I'm not so different from them because really from what I know in general, in general, general, in general about them, I really, my, my teenage hood is not very different. So I share as much as I can. And then we move past the names thing to, okay. Find a song that you feel really represents you. You know, it's your theme song. And I shared Pink's I Am Here, which I heard at the um, conference that Glennon Doyle puts on. It's through Reese Witherspoon. I think it's called Rise. No, sorry, Rise is Rachel Hollis. Sorry, I will find it and I'll put it in the notes. And... I heard that song for the first time when I finished the New York City Marathon. And that was my first marathon after all of this, after diagnosis, after, you know, chemo, after almost losing eyesight in my eye, after narrow airways, after the choking stuff, you know, and after raising, you know, while raising two children and having them through an age where they're strong enough and, and solid enough to make their own lunches, I hear the song. And of course, it just like unravels me. And I choose to make this my theme song for now and for them and to show them a different exercise and how do you, you know, break things apart. And they look at me and they only see the strength. And I said, oh, guys, there's so many things I can't tell you because I'm your teacher. And it's just not how this relationship works right now. But you don't know the other side. And that's the part where... It's hard because as much as it's it's a good feeling to be seen as strong, we all want to be held. We all want to be comforted when we're weak. So there's that, you know, there's that, that thing that you give up. Does being strong mean you're not going to hold me when I'm weak or not feeling as strong? And that's the part that I continue to grapple with because... I'm still learning how to ask for help. I'm still learning how to say, you know what? This is my threshold. I'm done. I'm still learning how to say no in general. And it's wild to stand in front of a group of 
their children, I mean, 14-year-olds were children, and try to kind of bury your soul without doing that because really I'm trying to teach an English lesson of how to dissect a song, how to analyze a song and lyrics and what they could possibly mean and all that. So I've got them, they're on the search and hopefully tomorrow they will produce some amazing theme songs. I'm very curious to see what they come up with and I will turn all of their theme songs into a playlist on Spotify. My son told me that you can follow me if you want. I was like, where? Why are you following me on Spotify? I don't know who I am. I didn't realize that was a possibility. It's like, mom, if you have cool playlists, people follow you. I'm like, oh, I had no idea. So I'm going to create my students' theme songs into a Spotify playlist if you want to follow along and find it there. As we continue to kind of strive, not kind of, because we need to strive toward strength and showing our best selves, regardless of all of it, because that's where I'm going this year. I'm going to, it's okay to be strong. It's okay for people to see you that way because it doesn't mean you're fake. It doesn't mean you're hiding something. That's what they're choosing to see. That's what your actions of getting up repeatedly show people before pink's i am here my other two big theme songs were ll cool j's mama said knock you out you know don't call it a comeback i've been here for years um and um eminem and right now the song again is escaping me because it's late at night and i should be sleeping but i'm on a bit of an energy like i'm on a high today i've had a beautiful day it's been so challenging it's been so physical. I've not stopped all day. I was out of the house for like 15 hours and it was 14.23 kilometers that was walking to here from the bus, my kids' activities. And I just kept moving forward because tomorrow's Friday. I said, you know what? No matter what, Friday, you get a good seven hours sleep. You move through your day. It's a relaxed day. You come home and take a nap and sail into the weekend, do some more fun things, which for me, of course, this weekend will be proofreading my novel, my novel mem memoir. Strength reveals itself to us when we least expect it. It's those moments of getting up when you could easily quit. Two mornings ago, I woke up with my airway completely clogged. And three or four years ago, that would have spun me because I was in a bad state. I think I guess it was Tuesday morning or Wednesday morning. And you know, I didn't even call for Richard. I just went, you can handle this. It's fine. Get to the fridge. Get the medication. Get your nebulizer. Get the syringe. Extract the medication. Put in the nebulizer and just sit here. Breathe as slowly and as shallowly as possible. You can do this. And that's what I say to myself in my head. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. You've got this. And chance in the back of my head as I, you know, inhale the medication and it slowly starts to loosen whatever's clogging my airway until it comes up or gets swallowed down. You know, in the past I would just cry. I would sit there and sob because it's so scary. And over the years you learn that once you get through it, it's okay. You're fine. I don't know. It's There's no magic to it. I don't know that it makes me 
special or stronger than anybody else. It's, it's, it's just a process. And I think my, my thinking and my programming is it's easier to keep striving for the good than it is to stay down where it's hard. And I don't know if that's what strength is great for me. I catch myself many moments in the day when I'm in new challenges like I am right now professionally where I say, stop, look, go slow, just like we teach in swimming. And I think it's okay. I'm the adult. They're the kids. I can move forward gently. And it might be even nicer for them because it gives them a chance to catch up. It gives me a chance to relax, catch my thoughts. And it's in those moments where I feel super on and like in the flow and so grateful to be alive. So I'm going to leave you today because I still continue to challenge myself to keep my podcasts under 20 minutes. And I'm also going with a new theme this year of having my you know, having a theme or having a topic, but really letting the thoughts flow. I'm finding more and more that I'm so bored with edits. Well, maybe it's because of the memoir, but in the moment, in the flow, I've always thought best and I see myself in the classroom and I can't wait till my public speaking career takes off because I know that's where I'm meant to be I know that's where I can make the most impact. I know that's where I can meet people and make a difference and feel their energy and know that we're all striving towards the same thing, which is a healthy life, a safe life where we can do as many things that we love with the people we love. And with that, I will leave you. As always, I'm here. Reach out if you need some help or some guidance in your healing journey. You do not have to do this alone. I did for a good five years before I discovered some Facebook groups and reached out to certain people. They're still there. They're all there. And that's great. But if you want some more, some one-on-one, please reach out. I do have a coaching program, but I'm happy to answer a few questions here and there. And we've got a whole decade to build and to make ourselves stronger. So let's reach for it. Let's go for it because I've done it. For 10 years, I made myself stronger and I made my life so much better and so cool. And if I can do it, man, so could anybody. I wish you continuous healing. And as always, thank you for listening. Bye for now.